You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome back to Rantoul, Illinois. We are at Bill Walsh Field, site of the White Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School football game of the week. It has started raining pretty heavily in Rantoul as we get set to start the second half. St. Joseph Ogden leading Rantoul 50 to nothing. Joey Wright and Colin Likas in with you on the call. You just heard from Dave Leak back in our studio. Great scoreboard update. A lot of close games around the area. Jason Liggett, our spotter, on hand as well. And Colin, we're just about ready to go. About 30 seconds until the second half kicks off. It'll be St. Joe receiving to start play. You know, this is uh, it's one of those spots where obviously game's out of hand. Uh, St. Joe healthily in the lead. It's one of those spots where you can start to have a little bit of fun, though, try to have a little bit of fun. And I think, honestly, the weather plays into that a little bit. Like, so many kids that I talk to, we're seeing more and more schools go to turf fields, right? So many kids that I talk to say they miss that feeling of being able to grime it up in the mud. And this is one of those games, the field is natural grass, and it's going to get muddy because it is absolutely pouring right now. And, uh, yeah, there's still two more quarters of admittedly running clock play, but play nonetheless to happen here. Um, So this field's going to get muddy. It's going to be a little crazy, a little soupy probably. Um, But it's a good spot for for these kids to have fun. Maybe Rantoul can break something off and uh, make senior night a little more uh, happy for these guys. Absolutely. And, yeah, I think I think the rain does make it a little more lighthearted. By the way, not quite sure who maintains the field here in Rantoul, but uh, the they field has yeah, it's held up very well so far. It hasn't been raining this heavily uh, all night, but the grass is a nice length. It's well chalked, uh, vibrant, you know. it's Vibrant. There you go. That's a good word. Well, the chalk, the numbers pop at they you. They do. The, uh, the, the field, I will say, it's week eight. I mean, you could tell there's some spots where it's, you know, little, it's seen yeah. some wear, but by and large, for a field, natural grass field eight weeks into play, it's, it's I'd say good. it uh, yeah. looks looks better than the soldier field pre-resodding. Uh, even post resotting too. Soldier Field. Uh, anybody who takes care of Soldier Fields <laughs> listening, not really sorry. No, no, no. The Bears don't deserve any uh, condolences after last night's well, effort. I think the defense does. I mean, the defense has played well most of the season, I would say. The offense, uh, the offense, like Rantoul, has, has a little bit of work to do, and that's, uh, you know, that's just part of football. But uh, the Rantoul kids are not getting paid millions of dollars to, uh, to perform. So. That's right. <laughs> They're getting paid zero dollars, yes. at least. Uh, that's that's. Although there is, you know, down down the pipe, uh, nil. We're talking. Right. The IHSA yeah. is talking about nil here moving forward. So kids could start to make some money off their likeness here soon. A lot of great recruits in Illinois. Rand Tools coming out with an onside kick, trying to start things out, and St. Joe will recover it just shy of midfield. So they'll start a right to left drive, just shy of the 50, and the clock will run as it will for the entire second half. Holden Brazelton comes in on the return. I did not know the IHSA was talking yep. about NIL. That makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, we've gotten it in the la- not, not, not the most recent uh, board meeting minutes. There was nothing mentioned. Those came out earlier this week. That's why I remember. But the previous two in September and August, yeah, that was a topic of discussion. They've not acted on it or anything like that, but they're uh, certainly discussing it. Absolutely worth discussing. St. Joe's made a couple of subs here in the second half. 
Justice Wirtz on the carry. Carries it right. Garrett Denhart, the new quarterback, number three for the SJO Spartans. And Denhart, a junior, stands 5'11", 145 pounds. Where's number three? Carry on the back of Wentz didn't, uh, or Wirtz, pardon me, didn't go very far. It'll still be second and 10 here. Four yards shy of midfield. Spartans come out, trips right. And a pitch back to Wirtz. Wirtz carries it up the right seam, has space. He's gone. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. I called him gone. A Rantoul defender almost caught him. Good effort by the Rantoul defense, but it's Justice Wirtz carrying it. 53 yards to the house. Touchdown, Spartans. Better late than never. I said he was going to be somebody to watch for in this game. Well, just watched him. There you go. Couple plays into the second half. Still counts as the game. You were right. I, uh, I am sorry, Tyler Birch, that I discounted you, though. <laughs> Birch was very good earlier. Was that Birch on the carry? Pardon me. I called that. Well, it was, or was or, it? Or, I was talking Bur earlier in the Birch game. Birch just came out, yeah. but yeah, that was. I was Birch talking. On the, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was talking earlier in the game. Yeah. Birch was in, came At, out, flag uh, before the yeah. extra point. Great carry for Wurtz, and that'll be a false start on the ensuing extra point. So that'll march the Spartans back a little bit and a chance to uh, try a longer extra point than normal, perhaps a, another game situation you can work on here for St. Joe. Pushes your star kicker, Joe Frasca, back. And anything but a chip shot here. He's kicking with the wind at his back, but it's a heavy rain. It's hard to get the, uh, the snap and the hold down in a situation like this. That's that's the toughest thing to work on. The kicker's almost got the easiest job in this situation. Trying to hold it in the slop. This will be a 27-yard field goal for the extra point, and it's up and good. good. Off the foot of Joe Frasca. Who, as we mentioned earlier, if you're just joining us, kind of a cool story. Joe Frasca had his private pilot's license before he had his driver's license. Head coach Sean Skinner was telling us on, what would that have been, Tuesday or Wednesday? I think it was Tuesday. It's one of those week, days. <laughs> when we talked with Sean Skinner, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, I did not know that was possible to get your pilot's no. license before your before your driver's license i uh there was a story about uh somebody i grew up down the street from uh, i was friends with throughout childhood uh, grown apart a little bit uh, in the years but uh, still talk occasionally but his uh, his late father uh was a pilot got his pilot's license and went to university indiana university I almost said university of indiana indiana university and uh, apparently there's a story told that he uh, got in trouble for one night uh, buzzing some building in a, in a small little uh, oh, small man. little solo plane. So uh, as long as uh, Joe Frasca doesn't do that, he should probably be uh, A-OK -okay with his pilot, pilot's license even at this young age. Just fly responsibly. That's right. We mentioned flying to high school. I, I, I don't know that there's enough clearance for him to make that happen. Well, I mean, they, they let you go to school with the uh, the tractors, right? So just uh, clear some space in the parking lot. Frasca sends this kick end over end into the wind. Out of bounds, or not out of bounds, through the end zone, I should say. I think you could get away if he if he knows how to fly a helicopter. I think you could, because there's a little more vertical uh, up-down ability with the helicopter. 
I think he could get away with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. Uh, you've got to land it. So you got to have a landing strip of some kind. Could you land it on top of the school? I, I don't know what uh, what access St. Joe has to the top of its school, but maybe that's uh, maybe that's a possibility. And then to be a sturdy roof, I. Yeah, that could Although, be a little scary if suddenly you're in science class and all of a sudden you have a helicopter <laughs> falling through your uh, ceiling. That's right. Well, you could land on the football field. There you go. Yeah. Villa uh, Grove style. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I don't know if they ever do land it on the field, but they certainly fly very close to it. 8.40 and ticking as Rantoul starts this drive. First and 10 from their own 20, and a handoff goes up the middle and dropping the shoulder, heading straight through a man. The ball carrier again is Jace Hoyt and Nolan Early on the opposite side of a truck, as is Brody Weaver. And we mentioned Chase Hoyt's small frame, 5'5", 120, what he's listed at. In practice, he's about that as well, and uh, that time drops the shoulder and, you know, a little hit stick action as he tries to gain and gains eight yards. Not afraid to take a hit, not afraid to be hit, not afraid to dole out a hit on offense. Uh, just out there gaming right now. He can appreciate that. Pistol look here for Rantoul. Hoyt lined up behind his quarterback, and this time he's wrapped up and brought down just shy of the 30. That'll set up a third down and manageable for the Eagles here. Looks like they might, that might have been Jack Setterdahl. Uh, unless that's a 62. My eyes are very poor. I think that's an 82. Looks like an 82. They're going to give him the first down there. Setterdahl with a nice tackle there, though, a senior. Still out there uh, plugging along. He did a nice job wrapping up Hoyt there. I think Hoyt had some room to run on the outside, but tried to cut it back in. Uh, maybe stay to the outside next time on that play. Got a few more yards out of it. And the next play goes right back to Hoyt. Hoyt in trouble here. He's going to gain a yard right up the middle. Oh, the handoff from his quarterback, Zeus Brundage. Clock down now to seven minutes in the third quarter. Third quarter, I should say. And It'll be second and eight for the Eagles, trailing 57-0. St. Joseph Ogden, a firm lead here. Cheerleaders having a good time down on the track, though, getting the ponchos out and <laughs> playing you know, in the rain. You know, one of the, the things about being out here, I know this game's gone lopsided, but uh, very early on before we even started, uh, the cheer squad, when I uh, brought them their um, uh, uh, canister, for lack of a better phrase, of mini footballs that we have uh, the cheerleaders throw out to the fans, they were thrilled. They were really excited to throw out some mini footballs. They thanked me for bringing them down. That was the, the best reaction I think I've gotten from a group of cheerleaders so far. Uh, uh, with those mini footballs, so you know, I'm glad that they enjoyed them, and I uh, saw them throwing out, throwing them out during the game. So hopefully, they got into some good hands. I was gonna say, I don't see that, I don't see that container down there, and it's, a it's little, filled with water right now, yeah, probably. It's it's overflowing. I don't see any foam footballs left on the St. Joe side either. So it looks like they've gotten rid of all those. Third and five for Rantoul on its own 34. Handoff. Oh. In space, look at this, cross the 50 goes Hoyt. I had two different reactions during that play. The first one was, oh, man, he should have stayed to the outside again. Then he cut it back in and got more yardage out of it anyway. That was a nice job by Jace Hoyt. You profile Jace Hoyt in today's News Gazette story in print and online, newsgazette.com. encourage you to go read it. Uh, Jace Hoyt, his team's 0-7 right now, right? Eagles not having a lot of success, but you told me on the car ride here, you know, just seems like a genuinely nice kid to talk yep. to, having a great time out here playing football with his pals. Yeah, I can appreciate his uh, mindset. You know, uh, he told me 
you know, I didn't expect that this was going to be a fairy tale season. I didn't think we were going to come in and be 7-0 and to start off the season. I knew we were going to have our struggles, but I still wanted to come out here and play football. I wasn't out here quitting. I'm out here playing. I'm out here having fun. And that's just the way he sees life and sees football, and I think, uh, I think we can only respect that. You, you can't knock a kid for that. Hoyt carried the ball up the middle that time until Tanner Seams stood him up and forced him backwards a little at the 41-yard line. Rantoul has driven the ball into Spartan territory. Left to right drive, they're at the Spartan 41. It is coming down, holy cow. It's been a continued downpour here for a little bit. Hoyt, carry, right hash. He's got enough for the first down. That's gonna be a gain of about 14 yards for Hoyt. And Hoyt will head to the sideline here. See if he comes out or if he's just getting perhaps a play. He so will come out. Either. A well-earned break. He's carried the ball for pretty much this entire drive. And that brings Brundage under center here and he'll hand off to the ball carrier who stood up just shy of the 30. Another fairly small guy is uh, Lathan, yes, who we mentioned earlier on the defensive side, 5'6", 140. So you're going from 5'5", 120 to 5'6", 140. They, uh, they make him small, but uh, small but strong here. Jordan Lathan. And these Rantoul uniforms are, it's, a, it's white helmets, black tops, black pants. The numbers are purple with a, a, a gold outline, so it's not impossible to tell, but Jordan Lathan certainly looked a lot like <laughs> Jace Hoyt, his counterpart there. You know, Jace Hoyt has gotten to put on one of those nice uh, purple jackets to, uh, to cover himself from the rain a little bit along the sidelines, so that's his reward for carrying the ball so dutifully on this night. And now he watches as Jordan Lathan continues to gain yards. Rain coming down almost sideways outside the press box. You hear some of that wind in our crowd, Mike. For the Eagles, three minutes to play in the third quarter. They've driven the ball into Spartan territory. It'll be third down and four. They trail 57-0. And here's Brundage with two wide receivers and Lathan behind him, handoff. Lathan on his feet, past the 15-yard line, looking for the 10 on the right hash. He's to the 11. Jordan Lathan looking good, and the Eagles offense moving the ball down the field, just shy of a goal-to-go situation. Two and a half minutes to play for the third, trailing by 57, but not giving up. 11 yards shy of the end zone. And uh, in comes our guy, Jace Hoyt, again. Uh, Coach Quinlan mentioned to me uh, before this week, uh, Hoyt has yet to find the end zone. Lathan has found the end zone a few times this season, uh, even though Hoyt's more of the bell cow, so probably a good opportunity here to try and get Hoyt into the end zone for the first time this season. Two receivers split out to each side, and here's Hoyt up the middle this time, stopped. Spartans wrap him up, bring him down. Two minutes to play for the third corner. 57-0 the score. Good tackle that time from Jack Setterdahl, number 82 for the Spartans. And Colin, it is second and 10, essentially goal to go, though if they get a first down at the one yard line, that would reset the downs. But uh, that's it's, true. it's essentially four down territory here for the Eagles who, uh, not a field goal kicking team. They don't really nope. have that in the in the playbook. No, they will be running the ball and or throwing the ball, though at this rate it looks like running is the option and uh, they will try to score six points. Three downs to get 11 yards. They'll get them all right here. Chase Hoyt in the end zone, carries it right and finds the end zone. Rantoul is on the board. Minute 20 left in the third quarter. Who else but Chase Hoyt? I think he's a deserving 
ball carrier to carry that first touchdown in. 11 yards. Yep, that's uh, that's good to see. Jace White, first touchdown run of the season. You can see Lathan was jumping around on the sideline. He was really excited for his teammate. So uh, good to see Rantoul will not be shut out on its senior night as we uh, trick down, trickle down to the last minute of the third quarter. Uh, now we get to see what Rantoul wants to do going for two because, as Coach Quinlan told us, they do not kick PATs. That is not in their arsenal, so we will see what they're about to do here going for two. Jace Hoyt, the senior, as you mentioned, celebrating a little on senior night with the touchdown. It's been such a big part of the offense all year, but just for whatever reason had not found the end zone until now. Now out of the gun, it'll be rolling right and slipping. Zeus Brundage uh, looked like a bootleg left. I, should, I said right, but it was actually left out of the pocket is where he ran, and just that rain coming down, that's really the first time we've seen an impact of ball carrier. He just lost his footing. Yeah, that was uh, that was blown up uh, before it could begin. But Rantoul on board, so good for the Eagles, and we're going to go into the fourth quarter with them kicking off for the first time tonight. 57-6. Well, first time in a non-quarter non starting situation. They'll do so after their first touchdown. Will the Eagles 57-6, St. Joseph Ogden, your leader. 12 minutes on the board as we get set to head to the finish line. The News Gazette and Light Rock 97-5. High school football game of the week is back after this in Rantoul. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no bigger place to start your journey than at the University of Illinois Army ROTC program. Whether your goal is to cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, Army ROTC can help you make your goals a reality, become a leader, and serve your country all without sacrificing your college experience. Students who enroll in Army ROTC are eligible for merit-based scholarships, tuition waivers, plus a monthly stipend for personal expenses. Visit publish.illinois.edu to learn more about the University of Illinois Army Army ROTC. At Prospect Bank, we look forward to partnering with you. When you partner with Prospect Bank, you will experience dedicated customer service paired with secure and convenient banking solutions because we are Prospect Bank the Opportunity Bank. Welcome back to Rantoul. The fourth quarter just underway with a Rantoul kickoff. And the Spartans returning this one to the far side of the field in front of their own bench. It winds up being a pretty good return. Rantoul forcing the Spartans out of bounds. Good return from Tanner Seams. Sophomore called his name a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. Now gets a chance to return that kick. If you're just joining us, running clock situation. St. Joseph Ogden now has the ball and control of this game. They lead 57 to 6, 11 20, and running in regulation. Joey Wright and Colin Likas in with you. And Colin, SJO is just going to try to probably get to the finish line here. Mm -hmm. I would think. Yep, I think it's uh, pretty straightforward. See if uh, your JV guys can do some, or your second stringers, I should say, should, can do some good things on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. Still plenty that can be taken away positively uh, beyond, you know, scoring points or not allowing points. Plenty of wins between the tackles and outside the tackles all over the field. So uh, staying healthy and uh, just finding some little victories is, is the most important part. 10.45 now, second and 11. 
coming up for the Spartans. They're still huddling off to the left of the line of scrimmage. Left to right drive, Rantoul already in its formation. Gonna bring some pressure here. No one back deep in the secondary. Everyone within about five yards of the line of scrimmage and they do blitz up the middle. Good call as they negate what was a Spartans rush attempt right up the gut. You can hear, I think our crowd mic is kind of picking up that rain falling. It's not falling directly into the microphone, but it is, uh, you can I think hear it starting to kind of puddle in the bleachers, and the bleachers have emptied out significantly from when the game started. Three twelve and a fumble. Ball is loose. It was a pitch gone awry. Rantoul claimed they have it, but I think the officials might rule this a dead ball, uh, perhaps a forward pass that was deflected and knocked down. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So it'll be fourth and 12. Clock runs under nine and a half to play. 57-6, the Spartans lead over the Eagles. I believe that's the first three and out for us tonight by the Rantoul defense. Nice job by the Eagles to stay focused and be able to uh, get some positive momentum on the defensive side of the ball as well. Spartans going into the win. It looks like they'll perhaps go for this heavy set. And it is a pitch back to the right side and brought down hard, looking for the sideline. It was a pitch in the flat, I believe to uh, Setterdahl, the ball carrier there. No, pardon me. It was Landon Butts, the ball carrier, Jace Hoyt in on the stop. And Marion White as well and Chase Nyrider in. Great effort uh, on the part of the Rantoul defense to shut that down. Now they take over with a short field in front of them. They'll start on the SJO 27-yard line, 8-20 to play in the game. What we got, free popcorn? Free everything. It is a flash. I don't even know if you can call it a sale if everything's free. That storm is about to move to the concession stand. That's where that's going to go as all the hot food goes on sale for, for, for nothing. And uh, fired up about that clearly is Zeus Brundage. Brundage looking for the pylon. He's got it, a 27-yard touchdown run. Zeus Brundage up the middle looking for the sideline and getting it, or will they rule him out of bounds? Yeah, we have a flag on the play also. Back to the line of scrimmage. Yep. Holding play against our holding call against Rantoul. It's going to wipe that touchdown off the board. 7.25 to play here in the fourth quarter. Still 57-6, St. Joseph Ogden. Matchup between two teams wearing white helmets. <laughs> Spartans lids have the uh, Spartans word mark on the sides. It looks like they say Spartans. Eagles white helmets have the eagle. Both clean. I like yeah, very, very clean. I, I mentioned as we were walking the field before this game, Rantoul's helmets might be among my favorites. We've seen just th this season. I like the logo. I like the size of it. I like the, the I just, it's just a good look. It pairs nicely with those black jerseys and pants. Now, how do you feel about uh, something I saw that I've probably seen before, but just kind of 
clicked with me recently. How do you feel about the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles logo is the only one that looks to, uh, I believe it looks to the right in the entire NFL? Is it really? All other logos apparently are straight ahead or they look left. I had never noticed that. Yeah. Is that why Joe Vizzelli in the office likes him? <laughs> well, if Joe's listening, I, I'm a Cowboy guy. Joe, diehard Eagles the fan. The Cowboys so logo, I believe, uh, looks straight ahead. It's a star. Yeah, it's <laughs> symmetrical. You've got that symmetry. Does it not look the same? I'd have to see a picture of it now. I don't know. It's the... Uh, does it? I mean, you've got the Cardinals logo. That's a bird. Does that not look the same direct? I guess not. I guess we're going to go back into the archives here and find yeah, out. I'd have to pull up uh, sportslogos.net perhaps and see them all in front of me. Second and 13, Eagles go up the middle, and it's a good carry. So we go under six minutes to play here in the game. That rain, by the way, has not let up at all from nope. when halftime ended. It has, in fact, picked up a little bit, and the wind has maybe died down a little, so it's coming down almost straight. What win there is, is pushing it off to the left as we look out of the press box. Yeah, it's, uh, it's raining sideways. It's, it's not real pleasant out there right now. Shotgun look for the Eagles here. Two wide receivers, one to each side. And a handoff left, looking for space. Hoyt, Hoyt to the 15, wrapped up, brought down. That will give the Eagles a first down on third down and four. Jack Setterdahl on the stop. It's a nice run there by Hoyt. It looked like uh, somebody might have gotten a hand up high, but it must not have been a face mask. It must have been a shoulder pad. Uh, good job to kind of drag him down, but Hoyt battling through that. And, uh, getting Rantoul into the red zone and a little bit closer to potentially their second touchdown of the night. Now two wide receivers and a running back. Behind Brundage, Hoyt gets the carry. Hoyt wrapped up, brought down right into the backfield. Came the SJO defensive line. And that was Satterdahl again, second play in a row. He's been in the backfield and in on the stop. He's been all over the place during the second half, definitely imposing his will on the defensive side of the ball from up front. Score update from Dave Leak, by the way, as Rantoul gets ready for second and second in the game, so that one's coming down to the wire. Six left in the game. Sheesh, we're chugging along. <laughs> yeah, that this game has not, uh, this game's taken about the same amount of time as other games in the area as Hoyt gets the carry up the middle and is going to get the first down. So a goal-to-go situation coming up for the Eagles here who go inside the SJO 5. And yeah, even with the running clock, this game has, I think the first half took a little bit longer than anticipated. Yeah. Good halftime show, took some time too. And we got going just a touch late as well. Senior night festivities kind of bleeding into that 7 o'clock kickoff. Didn't get going all that much late or later than we <laughs> anticipated, but now it's first and goal from the SJO4 here. Brundage calls for the snap, hands it off to Hoyt. Wet grass, can't get his footing up the middle. Gained a yard, if that, got back to the line for sure. Second and four coming up. 3.15 to play in regulation. Second and goal from the four. Four down territory here for the Eagles who do not attempt field goals. Nope. Uh, looking at some other scores from across the area. Uh, Mohamed Seymour wraps up another win, improves to 8-0, wins an outright Apollo Conference title. I know that uh, I know that Mohamed doesn't find it funny, but uh, you want to guess how many points they allowed? 
Well, Dave Leak just texted me, and I saw, so my guess, my guess is educated, but I'm going to say 14. 14. Again. Is that all but one game or all but two games all this but year? Two. They've allowed 14 points. All but two. Their first five, their first four, and then this one. Very strange. Very strange trend. Did they get the shutout last week? I, I don't remember the score off the top of my head. Mm. I know it went 14, 14, yeah. 14. Yes. I want to say yes. It went 14, no. 14, 14, 14, afterwards. 10. They say you shouldn't give too many numbers out over the radio. I'm no. just throwing 14 at our listeners repeatedly. <laughs> now a third and goal from the two here. Right Keeper side. for Brundage. Brundage pile pushing him forward. He got it. He's close. He's in. Touchdown, Eagles. A minute and 58 seconds left on the clock. And Brundage, a two-yard touchdown on his senior night, makes it 57-12, and the Eagles will come on for the two-point conversion here. Trying to make it 14 in their score column. Good job by Brundage. I was kind of hoping he would get a few more opportunities to run the ball, and he has gotten a few here in the second half. Nice job to get him a touchdown here on senior night. Now we'll see what they do. They come out with a wide receiver to each side. St. Joseph Ogden stacking the line, as you'd expect. Goal-to-go situation here. They go up the middle on a handoff. And who else but the star running back, Jace Hoyt. In for the two-point conversion. 57-14, to 14, the new score. St. Joseph leading and in control. One minute even left in regulation. Might see one more play, maybe two. Kickoff coming. Eagles in no hurry to get off the field here. That might do it. Outside chance. We might see one more kickoff. They have a young man this year. They have a home game and a away game this year. Eagles will be taking a trip over to Illinois Valley Central. As he is the uh, PA announcer, you hear uh, makes the call. That's, that's an interesting point. Rantoul at Illinois Valley Central next week in Chillicothe. The IVC Grey Ghosts entering tonight didn't have a win in the score column either this season. Now, they did have a forfeit win against what would have been Urbana earlier this week, or earlier this, this year, pardon me. Uh, so that's on deck for Rantoul. They will line up for the post-game handshakes. And in this one, we won't see one more kickoff. And that's going to be our final score. St. Joseph Ogden, 57. Rantoul, 12. Uh, I believe it's 14. I think the scoreboard just, just not updated. Yeah. I didn't want to go. Was already off. So no. yeah, I think we're uh, <laughs> they we're, got we're the, on the move. So, <laughs> they did. Uh, I thought they. I, my eyes told me they got that two point yep. conversion. Didn't want to go the against the scoreboard, correct. but it is 57-14. Our final in Rantoul cordial post game handshake, and now the St. Joseph Ogden Spartans are playoff eligible. Yep, absolutely. The season, and uh, they'll try to clinch that next week. Paxton Buckley Loda, but. For now, they'll celebrate. Five wins should be enough to at least get them in, although they've kind of finished to that five-win mark last few years, so they want win number six to maybe they, clear a hurdle. They absolutely do want win number six. You know, I talked with Logan Smith earlier this week, and he said that's a big goal for them. They want to get that sixth win, and uh, getting a win over Paxton would be huge for them as far as confidence goes going into the playoffs and potentially as far as seeding as well. See how that all plays out. Rantoul, a good test next week on the road at Chillicothe IVC. 
see how those games play out. Colin, you've got to get down into the rain and onto the field. Uh, some interviews for your story coming up in print and online at newsgazette.com. We'll take a quick break or two and come back and uh, wrap this one up. From Rantoul, Joey Wright, Colin Lankus, our entire crew, Dave Link and Jason Liggett. Glad to have you on board tonight. Final in Rantoul, St. Joe, 57, Rantoul, 14. Back for more after this, the White Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Butcher, when an electrical fire in your office causes extensive smoke and fire damage or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem, you need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why SurfPro of Champaign is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. We offer all the cleanup and construction services to take your home or business from post-disaster to as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, you only need to make one call. Call SurfPro of Champaign-Urbana at 217-355-0077 to see how we can help you make it like it never even happened. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to start your journey than at the University of Illinois Army ROTC program. Whether your goal is to cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, Army ROTC can help make your goals a reality. Become a leader and serve your country, all without sacrificing your college experience. Students who enroll in Army ROTC are eligible for merit-based scholarships, tuition waivers, plus a monthly stipend for personal expenses. Visit publish.illinois.edu to learn more about the University of Illinois Army ROTC. Welcome back to Rantoul, Illinois. We're at Bill Walsh Field, where the St. Joseph Ogden Spartans just became playoff eligible with a 57-14 win over host Rantoul. I'm Joey Wright. Glad you're on board with us. News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 Game of the Week. It was, it was uh, pardon me, St. Joseph Ogden from start to finish, uh, jumping on the board early and often. And as Colin Likas goes down onto the field to chase down some interviews for his story coming up on newsgazette.com, uh, looking at how this one played out. Again, it was a point I mentioned a little bit earlier in the game, but St. Joe didn't really do the same thing the entire game. Uh, it was a varied approach. Early in the game, it was Tyler Birch, the senior running back, Two touchdown carries, one from 10 yards out, the other from 15 yards out. And then they started to look elsewhere. Coy Taylor had a 90-yard kickoff return, or uh, interception return, pardon me, go for a touchdown. Uh, Ty Pence, uh, star receiver, going to go play basketball at Illinois State, came into the game and uh, proved why he's their leading receiver. Had a, a touchdown catch in there. Uh, Aiden Moberg as well came into the game late in the first half. At halftime, it was 50 to nothing. Game was pretty well in hand from that point on. And the St. Joseph Ogden Spartans now four and three, or now five and three, pardon me, and four and three in Illini Prairie Conference play. But with that five and three mark overall, they're playoff eligible. You need that sixth win to become guaranteed uh, into the playoffs, and, and they'll chase down that. Sixth win next week against Paxton Buckley Loda. For the Rantoul Eagles, didn't go their way tonight on senior night, but some positives. You look at Jace Hoyt coming in, scoring that first touchdown of the season for the Eagles' first points of the evening. And then quarterback Zeus Brundage on a keeper from two yards out moments ago, making uh, it a 57-12 game at the time. Two-point conversion wound up being the final play of the game and made it a 57 to 14 
final score. So two seniors doing good things on senior night, and as Kyle and I mentioned, you know, talking with Scott Quinlan, Rantoul's head coach, before this season, a lot of freshmen came out this year, a lot of sophomores in the program already. Some of the names we called tonight, by and large, are seniors. Uh, most of the names we called tonight, by and large, are seniors, but uh, Marion White got his name called quite a bit. He's a halfback uh, and a sophomore. Um, and, and, you know, with so many of those guys being seniors, uh, some of the sophomores getting in, pardon me, and, and doing good things. Rantoul next week, they have Chillicothe, Illinois Valley Central, who entering play tonight uh, did not have a win. They took a forfeit win against uh, Urbana middle of the season. Tigers canceled their varsity season, and Grego selected not to reschedule, so they did get a win there. But otherwise... A uh, good opportunity for Rantoul next week to go on the road and perhaps uh, claim victory and end the season on a good note. Uh, we'll take a look around the area when we come back as we wrap things up, see how other teams fare. High school fights, the News Gazette, Light Rock, the News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 high school football game of the week wrapping up from Rantoul. After this, St. Joseph, a 57-14 winner tonight. Butcher, when an electrical fire in your office causes extensive smoke and fire damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem, you need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why SurfPro of Champaign-Urbana is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. We offer all the cleanup and construction services to take your home or business from post-disaster to as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, you only need to make one call. Call SurfPro of Champaign-Urbana at 217-355-0077 to see how we can help you make it like it never even happened. If you're looking to make an impact, there's no better place to start your journey than at the University of Illinois Army ROTC program. Whether your goal is to cure deadly diseases, develop technologies, or seek adventure across the globe, Army ROTC can help make your goals a reality. Become a leader and serve your country, all without sacrificing your college experience. Students who enroll in Army ROTC are eligible for merit-based scholarships, tuition waivers, plus a monthly stipend for personal expenses. Visit publish.illinois.edu to learn more about the University of Illinois Army ROTC. Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Welcome back to Rantoul. We're at Bill Walsh Field on the campus of Rantoul Township High School. St. Joseph Ogden has just wrapped up a 57-14 win over the Rantoul Eagles and the Spartans. Now playoff eligible at 5-3. Rantoul falling to 0 and 8. We'll wrap things up here. The News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 High School Football Game of the Week with a look at some other games this week. Starting with the Apollo Conference. Muhammad Seymour 8-0, taking down Mattoon 47-14. To the Big 12 Conference. Bloomington at home leading Champaign Central 31-7. Last we heard from that one, it was in the third quarter. Danville at Peoria Richwoods. Vikings leading 52-7. Big uh, lead for the Vikings again, that one in the third quarter last we heard, to the Big 12 again. And we'll refresh this one because it was moving through the fourth quarter last I looked. And with 3.05 left in the fourth quarter, Normal West leading Peoria 30-6. I mentioned that game, both those teams a little beyond the scope of our coverage area, but if Normal West can hold on to win that one, and if Centennial can hold on against a good Collinsville team right now. 
That game might go to overtime. They're tied at seven. That would set up a de facto Big 12 Conference title game next week in Normal. So we'll keep an eye on both those games. To the Central Illinois Conference, Clinton 14, Meridian 6. That was in the fourth quarter last we heard. Tuscola 45, Warrensburg-Latham scoreless. to 6. It's a good Prairie Central team beating a good Monticello team as well. Hawks are the real deal this year. Paxton Buckley-Loda at home trailing Unity 26-12. Bit of a skid for the Panthers here. If that score holds, that'll be their third loss in a row. Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond 34, Sangamon Valley 7. That game in Sangamon Valley, or at Sangamon Valley, I should say. Saragordo Bement in Arcola trailing 32-0. Vermilion Valley Conference, Iroquois West 49 at Dwight, who has 8 points, 940 for the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, Moments 27, Watsika still scoreless. Vermilion Valley Conference, final score, Oakwood taking down Georgetown Ridge Farm Crispin. 48-13. Jason Liggett's alma mater, our spotter tonight. He likes it. Bismarck Henning, Rossville, Alvin, 32. Westville, 7. That game's in the fourth quarter. Centennial and Collinsville, as I mentioned, all knotted up at 7. Minute 34 left in regulation there. And a couple of games tomorrow. Lincoln Prairie Conference Battle, Tri-County will host Villa Grove at 11 a.m. Salt Fork will host Hoopston Area Armstrong Potomac at noon. Milford Cisna Park in an eight-man game will host Schlarman at 2 p.m. Back to 11-man action. Gibson City Melvin Sibley will host Forrest in at 2 o'clock. At 1 o'clock, Morrison will host Leroy. A lot of Saturday games tomorrow. And a Saturday night game under the lights, St. Thomas Moore hosting Martinsville. Again, that game at 7 o'clock. And I want to amend what I talked about a moment ago. While Centennial would like to win that one to maintain a perfect 8-0 start, which would be the record if they can win that one. That doesn't really have a bearing on the Big 12. I mentioned earlier if Centennial would win that and Normal West would hold on against Peoria, that would set up a kind of de facto Big 12 conference title game next week. But it doesn't look like, or certainly I, I will say, that's not necessary because that's a non-conference game. So Centennial and Normal West will play for the Big 12 conference title, at least a share of it next week. It's a little complicated because Centennial didn't play Peoria or Normal Community this year, and it looks like Normal West is about to hand Peoria its first loss of the season. Got it? I hope so, because it is a little confusing. But as we wrap things up in Rantoul, your final score is St. Joseph Ogden, 57 Rantoul 14. It was a good one tonight. My broad, broadcast partner, Colin Likas, down on the field gathering some interviews. He'll have a story on newsgazette.com and in print tomorrow. Dave Leak back in the studio doing a great job, and Jason Leggett seated just to my left. Our spotter tonight did a great job all evening long. Illinois football coming up on Light Rock 97.5 tomorrow. That'll be a good one. Illinois hosting Minnesota. Pre-game coverage starting at 9, kickoff at 11. So join us for that one. Also on our sister station, News Talk 1400 and, and 1400, pardon me, and 93.9 FM. Joey Wright and Rantoul signing off. Thanks for being with us tonight. Congratulations to the Spartans on a 57-14 win. They're playoff eligible. Look good tonight. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your evening. The Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week has been brought to you by Prospect Bank, Serve Pro of Champaign-Urbana, and the University of Illinois Army ROTC. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, 
NewsGazette.com, and WHMS.com. Your home for high school football and the Illini is Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana, a Champaign multimedia group station.